Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to another podcast that dives into new cars today. We're diving into the 2022 Jaguar F-Type as it ditches the four-cylinder and V6 engines and goes V8 only. Yes! Although I'm actually sad about the V6 because it sounded so good. That one, that one's really quite a shame. But let's get into it. Jaguar is simplifying the F-Type lineup for 2022 in the States, and it will exclusively sell its sports car as a V8 model. The range will start with the $69,900 F-Type P450 and go all the way up to the $103,200 F-Type R. The milder P450 Jaguar offered as a coupe or a convertible will be powered by a supercharged 5 liter V8 that makes 444 horsepower, 450 PS, hence the name, and 428 pound-feet of torque. That power can be sent to either the rear wheels or all four wheels for optimized traction. Either way, it will get to 60 miles per hour or 96 kilometers per hour in just 4.4 seconds and onto a top speed of 177 miles per hour or 285 kilometers per hour. The F-Type R remains unchanged for the 2022 model year. Not that that's a bad thing. It gets the same engine but squeezes 575 horsepower and 516 pound-feet of torque, which is sent to all four wheels. Get this, this is actually a typo <laughs> that I just saw while I was trying to record this. It all helps car get to 60 miles per hour. It, I guess it's not a typo, it's just a weird sentence structure, but yeah. It helps the car get to 60 miles per hour in 3.5 seconds and to a top speed of 186 miles per hour or 300 kilometers per hour. Despite making less power, the F-Type P450 gets a standard electronic differential to help it hold traction, which will be useful because the Midi V8 delivers all of its torque from 2,500 RPM. Since it uses the same engine as the F-Type R, the P450 will get the same active exhaust feature that closes valves when you want it to be quiet and automatically opens them up to make it louder when you jump on the throttle aggressively. Standard 20-inch wheels help the car look right, though it doesn't need much help anyway. The design for the F-Type is unchanged from its update that debuted in 2021. The new look is dominated by slim LED headlights, the clamshell hood, and the equally slender taillights. The car is offered in 11 standard colors, or you can opt for one of the 12 SVO paint finishes. Inside too, the car features leather surfaces in chrome, and the leaping Jaguar motif is stitched into the car's headrest. Jaguar ever set... Jaguar since 1935 badges on the center console and glove box are a nod to the brand's history. All F-Type P450 models come with a 12.3-inch driver display that can, be that can be configured to show maps and display modes. The base F-Type P450 comes with 6-way adjustable seats, while the R-Dynamic all-wheel drive trim adds 12-way adjustable seats, an electronic, sorry, an electric adjustable steering column, a Delta Aluminum center console, whatever that is, and R-Dynamic branded metal te uh, tread plates. Starting at $79,900, the R-Dynamic all-wheel drive trim costs $10,000 more than the standard F-Type P450, which is at $69,900, and that costs more, and that costs $8,300 more than the outgoing P300 rear-wheel drive uh, automatic. Formerly the base trim, the P300 started at $61,600 and featured a 2-liter inline-4 that made 296 horsepower. The 380-horsepower P380 all-wheel drive, meanwhile, was powered by a 3-liter V6. Neither will be offered for the 2022 model year. Deliveries for the new vehicles are expected to start next month. And as far as looks, there's not much to talk about. I mean, it looks like an F-Type. 
I mean, do I like the new face? I, I don't know. I think I tend to flip-flop. Some angles I think it's pretty okay, pretty sleek, pretty cool looking. Other times I feel... I guess some of the personality is now kind of gone. It's just a little too sterile. The headlights don't have enough emotion to me. I mean, they're, they're mostly angry, but... I don't know. Something about the character is lost to me with the new headlights. I, I just don't like it quite as much as the prior headlights of the pre-facelift F-Type, but... As far as the design itself, I think it still looks gorgeous. I love seeing these things on the road. I don't see F-Types all that often, but when I do... Woo-hoo-hoo! Oh, man. They're one of my favorite coupes to see on the road. They are gorgeous. Gorgeous, gorgeous. I, I do like the new taillights, though. Those are pretty cool. Those I do like quite a lot. Though, to be fair, they didn't change much on the rear, so there's not much to criticize there. But, yeah, that was the new F-Type. At the very least, that was the new model range of F-Types for the U.S., I'm, again, I'm really sad we don't we don't have the V6 anymore, because that V6 sounded epic. I know a lot of people will immediately go towards, oh, and the V8 sounds awesome, V8, 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 and it does. But have y'all heard some V6s? Like, my god, V6s, if they're the next to go, we really will have just lost all great-sounding, or most great-sounding engines in the industry. At least affordable ones. I mean, the Nissan 370 and 350Z sound fantastic. The 400Z might as well. The Jaguar V6 sounds fantastic. The Pentastar V6. If y'all have never heard it, and you likely haven't, go find a video with a Charger or 200 with an exhaust. That really is a great sounding V6. V6s sound awesome. I think they just get a bad rap, at least in the States, because of the V6 Challengers and the Mustangs and the Camaros. And because of their usual association with V8s and how, in relation to that, the V6 does sound a bit wimpy. But in a 200, like a 2015 to 2017, or hell, even a Dodge Avenger... That's a surprisingly meaty sounding engine. The, or hey, the Nissan GTR, actually. I just remembered, you know, the R35 GTR. That's an awesome sounding V6. The new, actually, the new Ferrari 296 GTB. I listened to that. Great sounding V6. It actually sounds like a V12, funnily enough. But yeah, V6s can sound awesome. And if we lose those from normal cars as well, where are we going to get our cool, decently sized engine fix? As far as sound goes, huh? God, that's... Again, I don't care that they got rid of the 2-liter 4-cylinder in the F-Type. I think that's too small of an engine for this type of car anyway. But the V6, you had to get rid of the V6? That was such a great-sounding engine. I suppose no one was buying it, though. That would be one reason why they axed it. It was like, well, no one's buying it. They're all buying the V8s. And not for... We can say why, right? We know why. Or we can hear why, really. We can hear why they're buying the V8, but... Man, the V6 was underrated. V6s, from a sound perspective, are really, really underrated, at least here in the U.S. We do not appreciate the sound of V6s enough, but that's enough of that rant. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. If you did, please make sure to like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, like, comment, share, and please consider subscribing. If you do subscribe, I really appreciate that. Please make sure you hit the little notification bell and all notifications. That way you're notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but you don't have or want the Podbean mobile app, boot up wherever you get your podcast. Type in Cody's Car Conundrum and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I will see you all next time. Before we end, I want to inform you all that you can now monetarily support this podcast and indeed the entirety of Cody's Car Conundrum with Kofi. Uh, well, it might be coffee, but it's spelled K-O-F-I and that's weird, so I say it Kofi. In any case, Kofi is an alternative to Patreon where, beautifully and as God intended, you, the supporters, don't have to pay a fee, like on Patreon, to support my work. 
So if you like what I do and want to see me cover slash talk about slash make a video regarding something specific or want me to branch out into other areas of car culture, then head on over to ko-fi.com forward slash Cody's Car Conundrum where you can make a minimum donation of $5 towards me and the brand. In return, you'll be helping me afford new equipment, afford upgrades to my existing tools, You'll receive polls asking what topic you want me to dive into next. You'll get to see voted and non-voted content before public release, various forms of recognition for your support, and the ability to vote on merch designs you'd like to see on the Teespring store. And now it's time to close. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.